At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Back on VEASAN's Primetime Action, live from the South Point Hotel Casino here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Danielle Alvari, Kelly Bidlin. This is uh, usually the moment where I go to Kelly and I say, update all the uh, baseball scores for us, if you will. And so I will go to Kelly, but this could be brief. Yeah, don't don't, don't uh, you know walk away or anything. Right. Stay right where you are. Okay, it's going to be real quick. I guess I do have one update. It looks like we have a rain delay Ooh. in the Brewers-Cubs game. So that will be a late uh, start here tonight. Um Currently slotted for 535 is what I'm seeing on my screen. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Reds, Indians, though, are in action. Indians up 8-1 to one in the top of the fifth. If you wanted to get in live, you can get 10-1 to one on the Reds. 14.5 is your live total. That's the Guardians to you. 8-1. to one That's right. Over the Reds. Um, yes. This preseason NFL thing, uh, we work at the Vegas Stats and Information Network. A lot of guys on the network, a lot of people on the network, love betting preseason football. And I was saying uh, last week... That uh, my friend, Dr. Bob, Bob Stoll, not really a doctor, just calls himself one, mm-hmm. uh, who's one of the pioneers in using predictive models to pick sports. I'm not a trends guy. We've talked about trends, Matt, you and I on the show, where, where it's like, we don't, we're not trends guys, but we're also, we also leave a little sliver open to certain trends might make sense. And he has one in preseason that has always made sense, which is, which has something to do with 
teams that lose in the first week, not Hall of Fame game aside, let's throw that out. But uh, actually, you don't throw it out because that would apply for those particular teams that have already played one game. But typically for all the teams that play in the first week, if they lose, there really is a meaningful trend. This is over decades of football preseason. There really is a meaningful trend about teams that lose in week one of the preseason coming back and winning in week two, the theory being that a coach, and it will vary from team to team, a coach will just like to give his players the feeling of a win just to have it under their belts. So there's actually a meaningful trend there. And um, one of the things I was opening, openly, you know, wondering about last week is now that they've gone from four preseason weeks to three preseason weeks, will that change that in any way? But I think the answer is, we're going to find out, first of all, we don't really know. But I think the answer is no, it won't, because it's not like, you know, the NFL season starts right after the third preseason game. There's actually a week off in between, which I really hadn't mm-hmm. considered. I looked at the schedule, I'm like, oh, yeah, then we got to wait a long time for the NFL season to begin. So I think with that rest period the starters will still be emphasized in week three as they were in a four-week preseason, right? Because they always had that buffer week where like, oh, we won't play the starters. Well, because of that week off, they'll probably still play in week three. And so it won't change the dynamic of what they do in week two. More more, uh, clearly put, if they were playing starters in week two, then you couldn't really manipulate a win or loss the same way. But if you're playing... If you've decided in week two, I'm playing my starters, and that team isn't necessarily doing so, just so we can get a win under our belt, I think it still applies this year, I guess is a long way of saying that. Yeah. We'll see. Interesting. Yeah. I never really, I haven't really looked into something like that. I was just about to ask. I bet the correlation is probably just that the starters play more. The starters play more. That's exactly what it is. It's not some magic. It's just like, we are going to keep our guys in longer and therefore stack the deck in our favor. So we'll see. We'll get Bob on the... Either this show or on the radio side, and we'll see what he thinks about it. But I, I think that's the one preseason thing I'm willing to pay attention to, as opposed to, yeah, threes, two feet, you know, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Some people really are into uh, preseason. But again, it's a Googling contest. If you can find information on any preseason game, whether it's week two, week one, or whatever, where you know a coach is going to emphasize playing starters longer than the other coach, that's something. I'll yeah, that. I mean, well, I mean, you've got, you've got Sean McVay who said, Matthew Stafford's not going to take a snap in yep. preseason. He's like the guy's a lot stronger than that, right? He's like the guy's played. As long 12, as I'm coach here, he's like the guy's played 12 years in the league. He's like, I don't need him to go out there and get hurt like in a completely meaningless game that that no one needs to be playing in. So he he, yeah. he let he kind of laid his cards out way early. By the way, this has nothing to do with anybody. Since you bring up the Rams, have, have we ever talked about like the Jared Goff thing? How when he was at Cal. He was throwing the ball all around the yard, like downfield. He was a great downfield thrower. And then if if memory serves me correctly, he was a pretty good downfield thrower his first year with the Rams, I believe, too. And then what changed with him? Like what happened where either he lost confidence or McVay lost confidence in him? But there was definitely like something shifted in his career because he didn't used to be that way. We forget that he didn't used to be that way. Anyway, random thoughts. Just thought I'd bring that up. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Daniel Avari, Kelly Bidlin. It's Vicent's primetime action on a Monday night from the South Point. Uh, let's bring him in. Maybe he has an answer to this. From uh, Establish the Run, the ironically named Establish the Run, uh, first time on the show, Adam Levitan. How you doing, Adam? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Love the preseason, so I'm glad to be here. 
What what about that Jared Goff thing? Am I accurate that like when he was in college and I think the first year in the pros, he was kind of a downfield thrower. Like what changed there? Yeah, I don't know exactly, but I think one point that we can make for sure is that Sean McVay was able to mask a lot of the problems that Jared Goff had. And now that he's in Detroit, I mean, my God, mm. you know, with the coaching staff that they have, which I don't have a lot of optimism about, it could be really ugly for Jared Goff with the weapons that he has in the coaching staff. I think you're going to see some of the McVay magic that was working with Jared Goff for sure. Adam, it is uh, best ball season right now. I know you are deep in the best ball drafts, and a lot of people out there probably are as well. Are we still going about the strategy that the the best thing to do, we're stacking teams, we're stacking players. What's the optimal quarterback situation at this point? Is it two? Is it three? How many tight ends are we doing? Are we doing two, doing three? What's the What's the trend right now, man? What's the cool thing to do? What are all the cool kids doing? Yeah, I think the biggest thing that people are doing now is this whole fragile running back strategy. And so what we found is due to injury rates, due to replacement value, and due to what can happen when guys get signed in the middle of the season and all kinds of things that affect the running back position, they don't affect the wide receiver position as much. And so you're trying to capitalize on the chaos of a season, an even longer season this year. And by capitalizing on that, you're emphasizing wide receivers, de-emphasizing running backs and try to hit on guys like AJ Dillon or Trey Sermon or Jamal Williams or something like that in weeks eight in rounds, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, and spend the early picks on wide receivers. I think that's the first thing. The second thing is the position at quarterback has changed so, so, so much in fantasy and in real life. I mean, the addition of Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Jalen hurts, and now coming Trey Lance and Justin Fields. It's really hard for a pure pocket passer to match what those guys can do. And so guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, they need absolutely outlier efficiency to match what these guys can do with their legs and their arm. And so I think emphasizing the Russian quarterback is another thing that's kind of uh, come to fruition here. And you can do that late now with guys like Trey Lance and Fields and Taysom Hill. And so, yeah, th- there's a lot going on for sure. Um, emphasizing in these best ball tournaments, what do I need to do when everything goes right? I think is a big thing. People think way too much about, well, this might go wrong. I better get it back up here. No, we need to think about what happens when everything goes right. I have an etiquette question for you, Adam. In season-long fantasy leagues, when someone makes you an offensive trade offer, is the correct response, A, no response, B, a equally, if not worse, worse offensive trade offer back to that individual, or third, a public shaming among the rest of the group in your fantasy football league? Yeah, this is supposed to be for fun, right? Like season-long fantasy, I think, is played for fun. And so if somebody sends me something egregious, I would screenshot it and post it for the league to see and try to ridicule him. I mean, you know, I think the season-long stuff has gotten a bit too hardcore. That should be for fun. The serious stuff to me is DFS. The serious stuff to me is some of these high-stakes season-long tournaments. And if you're playing with your friends and somebody sends you an egregious trade offer, let's roast them. That would be my option. Al, let's talk about some of the guys that you're higher on than most people out there. I mean, this is what we're talking about when we're looking at upside. This is what we're talking about when we're talking about winning these big tournaments like you're talking about. So who are some guys that you are trying to get at before the rest of the draft people? Yeah, I think Daryl Henderson's an interesting one because, you know, Cam Akers shows up as a round one pick. And I thought Daryl Henderson was a really good pick in the 11th or 12th round due to his pass catching ability, due to his explosiveness. I mean, he has second round draft capital behind him from Sean McVay, as I mentioned. And then Cam Akers goes down 
And people are kind of been slow to react. At first, he was going in the 60s. He's then he got up into the 50s. Most recently, I've seen his ADP around 49. And we still have him at 39th overall. I think when you give him good quarterback play, when you give him a team which prefers to run near the goal line, and most importantly, give him that pass catching role, which I think will be really valuable for Daryl Henderson. I mean, Daryl Henderson, if this Cam Akers was never existed, I think Daryl Henderson would have been around two pick because he got there due to injury. You can get him in round four or five. I like that one a lot. Jamar Chase, uh, you know, just a total, I mean, total freak from a prospect perspective. One of the best prospects we've seen since Julio Jones, since Amari Cooper. I have worries about the Bengals offensive line. I think the Bengals offensive line does have a little bit more upside this year from a talent perspective than we've seen in the past. I know Joe Burrow reports aren't great from camp. We still have a long time to go, like five weeks, four and a half weeks until week one starts. I'm not too worried about Joe Burrow. I think Jamar Chase is going to be a beast right out of the gate. And and Trey Sermon, you know, another rookie, Kyle Shanahan trades up to get Trey Sermon. And that speaks volumes to me about what he thinks of Trey Sermon. Raheem Mostert, 28 years old, been a journeyman for his entire career, I think on the downside. Anyways, and so you get this schedule, outlier soft schedule for the 49ers and a really, really, really soft schedule in weeks 14 to 17. I like Trey Sermon as well. Uh, what are the what are the backfields that could end up being the most frustrating for fantasy players? That maybe a player in the backfield looks good on paper, but then based on coaching decision-making, you see a uh, accident waiting to happen. Yeah, I think the Eagles come to mind. They haven't shown a willingness to throw to Miles Sanders. And we've seen Boston Scott in that role. They use a fifth round pick on Kenny Gainwell, whose specialty is pass catching as well. And so if you have Miles Sanders in a bit of a committee, that's tough. I think people underestimate how much Gus Edwards is going to play. The Ravens really like Gus Edwards. They gave him a restricted free agent tender where they didn't have to. They gave him a $10 million contract extension when they didn't have to. And Gus Edwards is going to carry the ball 10, 11 times per game. And he's going to be efficient. I mean, everybody who runs behind this Ravens line in this Lamar Jackson setup is going to be efficient. So I think that's a little bit of trouble for JK Dobbins, who also doesn't catch passes. So yeah, you know, I think there's things to think about. It's just, it's not like fantasy used to be where there's so many bell cows and you can just avoid guys in timeshares these days. Almost every team has a timeshare and he creates so much more value for the teams for the running backs who don't. And so it's kind of uh, shifted a bit as the NFL has shifted. Adam, how are you treating top of the draft whenever we're looking at Alvin Kamara? I mean, we've got a guy that we know is supremely talented. We know he does the stuff that we want from a fantasy perspective, but then there's so much uncertainty. Now Michael Thomas is going to miss some time. So how efficient is this offense going to be in the first place? Can they even score? Is he going to get into the red zone very often to where he can try to score touchdowns? We don't know what's going on with the quarterback situation. It would be a a terrible, you know, a terrible blow for him. If Taysom Hill got the gig because he's going to call his own numbers opposed to dump it off to Alvin Kamara and stuff like that. So uh, how are you handling him? Are you just waiting if he happens to fall a little bit lower and you'll, you'll go ahead and take the risk or, or what's going on there? Yeah. So we should start by saying Alvin Kamara is going in the top four or top five of almost every single draft that I'm in right now. And I, I think that's really, really risky. The projection on Alvin Kamara is related to his baselines with Drew Brees and those baselines with Drew Brees were 26% of his targets go to running back Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston throw it at the running back around 19%, you know? And so that's a huge, huge drop off with so much of Alvin Kamara's value is tied up. Also completion percentage. We knew Drew Brees was going to be among the league leaders in completion percentage. I think Taysom and Jameis Hill and Jameis Winston will be 
down near the bottom in completion percentage. And then you also have the risk that the offense can just crater. I mean, without Michael Thomas, they let Jared Cook go. I mean, on paper, outside of the offensive line and Alvin Kamara, this offense is quite, quite poor. And so if the offense craters, and as you mentioned, they don't get those red zone opportunities. When they do get the red zone opportunities, they go to Taysom. Some go to Latavius Murray. You have some problems. So I've personally been avoiding Alvin Kamara in the top five or so. I think if he slips down to 10, 11, I'm fine with it, but he's almost never going to get there. So I have a pretty big fade on, on Alvin Kamara right now. And, and hopefully that doesn't come back to bite me. All right, uh, Adam, here's the age old fantasy question that the plagues guys or, or girls that have picks, you know, around, let's say this year around six or seven or somewhere in that pocket, McCaffrey, Cook, Henry, Kamara, Barkley, they're gone. What do you do? Do you do you draft an Aaron Jones, or do you go tight end and go Kelsey, or do you go quarterback with Patrick Mahomes? How do you handle that draft position? Well, certainly never quarterback, right? I, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I think in most leagues will go in the third round or so. I wouldn't even take him there thinking about, in single quarterback leagues, thinking about replacement value. You know, I can get some of those rushing quarterbacks I mentioned earlier in round five or six. I can wait a bit and get someone like Ryan Tannehill. I can wait even longer, get Trey Lance or Justin Fields and try to patch it together with someone like Joe Burrow until that works out. Um, I think that if you get six, seven, eight, nine this year, it's no problem at all to go wide receiver. I think Tyree Hill could have an absolutely massive year. Stefan Diggs is going to have a massive year. Devontae Adams is going to have a massive year. The risk on these wide receivers is so much lower than it is at the running back position in today's NFL. That's so pass happy. I mean, we see the chiefs, and the Bills throwing the ball at such a high rate over expectation. We know Devontae Adams is going to have his huge target share. Aaron Rodgers, it's really hard to go wrong with those guys. And then there's some second-round running backs that I like. I don't like to leave one of the first two rounds without at least one running back. And so I don't mind going Tyreek, Devontae Diggs, bringing it back with someone like uh, Eckler or Mixon or Najee Harris or Antonio Gibson because I think those second-round running backs – have pretty good upside too. And you can poke a lot of holes in some of those other Saquon Barkley, Aaron Jones, Ezekiel Elliott. I like those guys a lot. I can poke holes in them as well. So I think the safe pick in that kind of back half of the first round now is one of those wide receivers, Tyreek, Devontae, or Steph Diggs. All right, I almost talked some sports betting here. We know basically, I mean, these this stuff goes hand in hand. I mean, like you're you're projecting on a week-to-week basis, on a season basis, what these guys are going to do, what their production is going to be. You come out with a number, the sports books put out a line, and if there's a big difference, then you're going to go ahead and try to make a bet. What did you see from what you think is going to happen to where the lines are set that uh, forced you to make some bets already this offseason? Yeah, I mean, shout out to the books. I mean, you know, with the uh, kind of explosion of the apps, I'm actually here in Colorado and I have access to just an incredible amount of season long props out here. It's been amazing. Really. They do move very quickly. And so it's hard to get some of this stuff. People get to them very quickly. We're obviously stalking them and we're just talking openers as, as hard as we can. Obviously what I'm trying to do with these season long bets is lean under on almost everything. I mean, there's so many more paths for it to go under injuries, uh, usage problems, a role, just not what we thought or what the consensus thought it was going to be assigning in the middle of the season rest. I mean, a lot of coaches are talking about with this extended season, rotating guys more. And so I bet almost all unders on the yardage props. You can see up there that John Brown one. I think John Brown is behind Brian Edwards to start the season. Just a no brainer there under on John Brown. who's been oft injured Deandre Swift. You know, I think the Lions is going to be among the worst in the league at scoring touchdowns. And when they do get down there, I think Jamal Williams is going to get the call a lot. Easy bet there under eight and a half rushing touchdowns for DeAndre Swift. And then, you know, there's some fun ones too that aren't available everywhere. I don't think, but odds to start in week one. I mean, 
from all reports at camp, Trey Lance is just icing Jimmy Garoppolo in every fashion, aggressiveness, arm strength, mobility. And I know I would be surprised if Trey Lance wasn't in there sometime in September. I think it's probably 50-50 for week one right now, but I was able to find a plus 330 on Trey Lance to start week one. So I took that too. But but yeah, man, I mean, the, the props are are incredible. And like you said, it's when you're grinding this fantasy stuff really hard, the props kind of go hand in hand. And, and honestly, that's probably what the books want. You know, there's a lot of fantasy guys like me and we get in there, we bet some props and maybe we, we blast it off on some sides and totals too. <laughs> well, I was going to say, so props, the natural cousin of fantasy uh, crunching of the numbers, but then, you know, sides and totals exist. And I'm curious, like, how much do you dabble in that? You, you've already hinted that you do. What have you, uh, what bets have you made in that regard? Yeah, just just for fun, I, I bet some sides and totals. I don't think I have too big of an edge. I try to stay in my lane a lot. And, and honestly, like I'm grinding news so hard. And I would say the most plus EV bets that I get are just, hey, I'm on Twitter all the time. I'm hearing things. I'm seeing things. And, you know, I bet uh, as soon as the Carson Wentz news broke, I was able to bet money line on the Rams and money line on the Seahawks in weeks one and two and and stuff like that, you know. But in terms of just... Uh, betting sides and totals, it's not really something that uh, that I do very much, to be honest. Season wins, futures, nothing like that? Yeah. Um, I was able to get some decent stuff. I have Washington football team over eight at minus 115. Really think Washington football team this year is going to have a top three, maybe top one defense in the NFL. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick will sell them down a lot. So I think I got plus 350 on them to win the NFC East, over eight. Uh, on them. I think I was able to get Seahawks to win the NFC West at three to one, but yeah, I, I bet those openers a lot. Um, and I think that it's, it's fun and I like having season long sweats, uh, but I wouldn't call it my bread and butter. Adam, what are a couple of teams uh, as we, as we get out of here that as you've done the research, you've, you've looked at these schedules that you think, okay, these, I think this team could actually surprise this year. And then one team that you think might could actually fall flat. Yeah, I mentioned Washington as one for sure that's going to surprise people. I think Minnesota can surprise people. You know, it's not like Mike Zimmer to have one of the worst defenses in the NFL. I think he addressed that personnel-wise, and I think they'll have some natural regression towards being a better defense this year, and it'll make a huge, huge, huge difference. I was waiting for Aaron Rodgers news to become official. I think you get some really good prices now on Minnesota to win that division, Minnesota to make the playoffs, Minnesota over on wins. In terms of overrated teams, I would say New Orleans comes to mind. I don't know exactly how the markets have reacted uh, since the Michael Thomas injury before that. I thought they were a bit overrated. I think you can make a reasonable case that Arizona is overrated. They're a ton of fun. They're a ton of fun for fantasy. I think Cliff Kingsbury is in a bit over his head from a play calling perspective and Kyler's bailed him out a ton. So I would say Arizona and, and uh, the Saints are two teams I'm lower on the market. Adam Levitan from Establish the Run, which he does with his buddy Evan Silva. Appreciate it. Adam, thanks so much, man. All right. Good luck. Enjoy it. You too. Um, just watching screens here. By the way, I'm getting football fever. Ilo Jimenez just hit a two-run homer to straightaway center field. You know how some guys, when they hit homers, just has a different feel than others? I don't know if it's the gold chain that, that goes crazy when he, when he swings, but that we got to get a measurement on that home run he just hit, Kelly, because that hit off a facade in straightaway center in Minnesota. 
So I'm curious how far that went. Two-run shot gives the White Sox a 3 to nothing lead over the Twinkies. 66-46, and 46, that White Sox team. Now, we just mentioned Jimenez. Uh, we talked about this last week, him getting back in there. By the way, Lewis Robert back in the lineup tonight as well. So, oh, only two of their best hitters back in the, yeah. uh, of the 66-46 and 46 White Sox. Two of their best hitters back in the lineup now. All right. More games being played. That's fun. Including the Yankees uh, taking the hill. Jameson Tyon about to uh, get his first pitches in in the Yankees ballgame. Again, Jason is on the over. Danielle's got a no in the first inning, though. No run scored. We'll find out how those materialize. We'll come back. We'll look at some odds all around baseball and football as well. It's Beeson's primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you VIP material? DraftKings VIPs enjoy exclusive benefits, enhanced promotional offers, top-tier customer support, access to personalized contests, and more. Visit DraftKings.com slash vSIN to learn more. Plus, everyone can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers can get up to $1,000 as a sign-up bonus. Sign up using the promo code vSIN, that's V-S-I-N, to claim your exclusive offer. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem and wants help, please call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 21 or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gil. Danielle, you are uh, one out away from hitting your first bet of the night. Yankees and Royals. I've actually already hit it. 
My White Sox twins. Oh. Yes, run first inning. Oh. Thank you, White Sox. Let me rephrase that. You are an out away from hitting your second bet of the night. But first no run in a very long time. Um, it's Jamison Tyon against Salvador Perez for the Royals. 0-0. Zero, zero. Nobody on. The bottom of the first. There's a winner. There you go. For the White Sox twins, yes. Just wait. It's going to happen while the video's playing. Is that video going to count for this one if she hits this one as well? No, if you were to fire it up. No, not, not yet. It not, hasn't happened. Not yet. It hasn't happened yet. Salvador uh, Perez. That, that Adam's talking about is is still available over on DraftKings. DeAndre Swift at eight and a half touchdowns. The logic behind that is really solid. One, you have a very poor team rated to be one of the, if not the worst teams in all the NFL. Mm-hmm. Two, they have another running back who's kind of a bruiser there in Jamal Williams as well. And so perhaps they get inside the five-yard line and when they finally do get inside the five-yard line, I should say. And and he gets a lot of the, you know, and he gets a lot of the calls and, and he actually gets a lot of those rushing touchdowns. So again, uh, an, and a, you know, as he said, we always deal with the injury factor. We always deal with the various things like that. Uh, eight and a half rushing touchdowns to Andre Swift. I kind of like that under. I'm glad we had him on because I'm going to go search that out here. Yeah, and, and, I, uh, and Matt, the and one I took away was I, I the Daryl Henderson stuff was great too. I think that makes a lot of sense with the guy. He's really the only really running back on that roster with any kind of experience. You know he's going to get the ball kind of at the goal line already, and that's a team that should be down there often. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, only thing is, yes, betting overs on running backs are, is a scary proposition. It's a lot of, you feel a lot more comfortable betting unders when these guys often miss games, but um, I think that one makes a lot of sense, too. Salvador Perez gets on, so now Carlos Santana at the, <laughs> at the plate. Danielle has not won her second bet quite yet, but it could happen. Um, NBA Summer League is in town. Started last night over here uh, in the desert. NBA Summer League, which has been such an awesome thing here in Las Vegas for so many years, and our chance to see some really, and I'm not just making this up, really future NBA stars for the first time on a court up close and personal. Uh, The question is, are you going to any of these? And second question, are you betting any of these? Because they are widely available to to be bet. I, I'm not betting any of them. I, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't imagine I will the entire time. I will definitely be there at some point. Probably go to the game this week. Couple games this weekend, maybe. Um, I watched a lot of Jalen Green yesterday. Whew, that step back jumper this kid has is deadly, man. It is deadly. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch this guy play next year. Mateo, Listen, I might go to a game or two. I'm not betting any of it. No. Danielle, winner number two. New nice. York. No run. I found a way to bet on the Yankees. There you go. Not to score. And tie on you trusted. Yeah. Another winner video for young Danielle. This time she gets the run. The dunk in the snow. It makes me nostalgic for the start of the season, Gil. I'm seeing all those other no runs in the first innings. So long ago now. No, you makes you nostalgic for what part now? The no run first innings. Oh, that was like the whole start of my baseball season. We had to completely switch the strategy halfway through. I'm so glad you did. Or a quarter of the way, really. That was the key to your whole season. What yeah. is your What is your total record on first innings now? Do you have that up to date? I know I'm putting it on the spot. One forty nine and one fifteen. One forty nine and one fifteen. Let me let me just seize on that for a second. People, there are going to be some people who are listening who are not big betters who are new to betting and are going to be like one forty nine and one fifteen. That sounds pretty good. No, that's awesome. Is it? Yes. Okay. It is. It's awesome. Good for you. Well done. It's a good record in anything. Yes. In anything. In anything. You'll take a 149 and 115 in anything in life. Yeah. Eh, maybe not anything. 
Uh, by the way, my tennis match, Tommy Paul loses the first set tiebreaker, 7-5. That's not fun. Unfun. Unfun. Yes. Still going, though. We'll okay. see. We shall see. You don't have any bets tonight, do you? Nothing. This is... We're yeah. getting this is this this crunch time. Crunch time for football. Yeah, it's crunch time for me. I spent all weekend reading about football. Did you? Who what were your go-to uh, sources? Would you like to share? I read all of the. I read all of the season preview guides. Okay. So there's a real good. You know, we talked about Warren's. We talked about the Football Outsiders has one that they, their almanac. The uh, the Athletic did a really really good one this year mm-hmm. as well. So uh, reading all of them. You do not just do that for college. Absorbing just all of that information. Just, okay. just taking it all. Part of your process. Yes. All right. Uh, we'll talk NL East odds. We'll absorb some of that information next. The Mets now in third place. Phillies, Braves, Mets, Nationals, not so much. We'll look at the odds. Coming up on VEASAN's Primetime Action. College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now's also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, which includes our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything else we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Gil. Uh, we, we've just been watching this Yankees game. So DJ LeMahieu, we thought hit a foul pole slash fair pole, whatever you want to call it, home run on a swing of, uh, uh, just moments ago. And it wasn't, we didn't see the replay. His next pitch or the pitch after that, he hit it to the exact same spot in right field. Watch this, Matt. This is the second one now. And this one bounces off the top of the oh. wall just inside the foul. It's a, it's a triple for DJ LeMayhew. That was the second one? That was the second oh one. He just hit it to the same exact, almost the exact same location two He's times in a row. He's probably pretty happy, though, for that because that's the toughest leg of the tri- of the, uh, of the cycle to yeah. get. So he can go ahead and just get that out of the way. Yeah. What, what do you think the odds are of him? It's the second inning. It's his, it's his, <laughs> it's his uh, it, it, you think he's like, wow. I've he's like, the, I got the hard got one, the out, hard of one yeah. out of the way. This the could be a cycle the way. for me. Cycle's coming now. I've got it for sure. I remember, oh, by the way, they're reviewing that to make sure that it is, in fact, triple. Uh I remember as a kid seeing a baseball card like Nate Colbert hits for the cycle. And I was like, what is the cycle? I remember thinking the cycle cycle was so cool as a kid, too. And then I got older and I realized, like, oh, it's just an arbitrary thing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, just like, yeah, it's it's, it's not even a thing. I mean, it's it's not a thing. Go hit four home runs. Matt's inner child died. That's right. You know, uh, go. Go hit four home runs. Somehow the cycle is more impressive than four home runs. Oh, I hit for the cycle. It's like, no, go hit four home runs. What what, what are you talking about? Like, no. Who cares? Would you care if you could bet on it? Oh, the, I think they. You can bet for somebody like the cycle? number of cycle. Uh, w- now, I think Danielle. one of the preseason ones, wasn't it? Like, Danielle, yeah, we that is a good that. question. Like, we I think over one of the preseason the bets was like number of yeah. cycles. I don't remember of, what it was. Of but whatever, yeah. yeah. The odds you would have to get on that, like the bang for your buck on a cycle. 
Oh yeah, Gil. I don't remember what the I don't remember even what the numbers were, but I yeah. know we talked about it on this show, and I would if I were a betting man. Yes. I guarantee you, we, we we said those odds aren't good enough for you to ever bet. Yeah, that's for sure. But that applies to anything. By the way, four home runs among the most rare things that happen in the history mm-hmm. of baseball. So those odds would have to be astronomical as well. What what exactly are they reviewing I, I here? I think they're reviewing. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, no, he gets third base. That's a triple. I, I don't. I was kind of. No. I was trying to figure that out too. I guess they were seeing if it was actually fair or foul, or or if it were a home run. That's I think, what, is what I they thought, were Gil. Yeah. But like, I, this is another. We were just talking about ballparks during the break. I, it's like they have a wall and then like a ledge and then a fence, and it looked yes. like it hit that ledge. It's like half of the major league base ballparks in all. They're like, let's make the wall the most confusing part of, of, <laughs> of this. For of, sure. Yeah. Like for no particular thing, reason. Yeah, for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Like it should just be easy. Did it go over? Did not go right. Let's make it very confusing as to figure this out. That's what I'm, I was sitting here. You guys were just chatting. I'm like, is that fence supposed to be a part of the wall? Yeah. Because it cleared the wall, but it didn't clear the Do you the remember fence. for a while, some of the parks, it would be like, they would put a line, and if it actually hit the line, then it yes. was a home run. But if it oh, didn't right. hit the line, and so you'd see a ball like come down, and it would be like, well, it kind of hit the line, and it kind of didn't. Like, I don't really know if it did or if it didn't. Yeah, I, that was just ridiculous. Uh, Stan Varinka out of the U.S. Open. Andy Murray in. That's the latest there. Novak Djokovic out of all the prelims, out of uh, the Cincinnati event coming up uh, next week. To rest. He needs rest. He needs he rest. Yes. Not just one injury, many injuries. Yes. He needs rest, he says. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that Eloy uh, Jimenez home run apparently was only 400 feet. Are you telling me straightaway center off the facade in Minnesota is only 400? According to ESPN, 400 feet. Okay. Was that home run? Hmm. Get out the tape measure. Uh, I disagree. I think their tape measure's wrong. Agree or disagree? Disagree. Uh, <laughs> get the square. Whatever happened to yards? It's like when uh, they, they measured, like, there's this Mickey Mantle home run that apparently was, like, 575 feet back in the day. How did you measure that back in the day? <laughs> he hit it onto Flatbush Avenue at 575. You know, I, they talk like that back then, apparently. Uh, National League East odds the rest of the way. Uh, don't Mets fans know this too well? The Phillies have won eight in a row, including a sweep of the Metropolitans this weekend. And now the Phillies are in first place. They're up two games on the Braves. They're up two and a half on the Mets. We show the Nationals just for giggles uh, on there as well. They're they're a nine back, I believe it is. Um, so here's the thing. Remaining strength of schedule. The Phillies have the easiest remaining strength of schedule of all 30 teams in baseball. The easiest. The Mets have among the hardest of the remaining contending teams. So that ain't good. Uh, that's how that works out. And as I mentioned earlier with the Mets, it's uh, it's the Giants they have to play a whole mess of times. And they got seven against the Dodgers, three against the Yankees, three against the Phillies, three against the Brewers. It's just awful. Uh, and then the Braves. So to win the division here at uh, DraftKings anyway, Phillies plus 110, Mets plus 195, Braves plus 240, Look at those! Look at that odds shift just from six days ago. This is when we talked about this on the show six days ago. I was like, yes. I gotta pull these numbers up. I gotta pull what those numbers were six days ago. Six days ago. You guys said if you had to make a bet, it'd be Phillies four to one, and then yeah. it's boom, yeah. gone. Would you still play it at plus one ten? Would you still play the Giants at plus one fifty? Harkening back to what we saw earlier, the Giants up four games in the West are still plus one fifty. So that's why I asked Jason about that earlier because so for me. I noticed whenever he, when I asked him about the Dodgers, all he said was, they're going to make the playoffs. He did not say they were going to win the Correct. division. That's why I came back to it mm-hmm. and said, like, hey, you know, you, you just said playoffs. You didn't say anything about the division. Um, and imagine that if they don't win the division. Right. The L.A. Dodgers, considered by all the best team in all of baseball, you know, I think consensus-wise, mm-hmm. at least the deepest, 
have one will have one game to make the actual divisional round. And listen, and the other thing that's changed over the last couple of weeks as well is is you know the Padres are looking less and less like an actual contender there. Whether yes. Tatis is even going to come back this season at all or not, we don't even know that, right? We're talking about a guy that was right up there as an MVP candidate for the majority of the season, and we don't even know if he's going to be back out on the field. And with this pitching situation for the Dodgers, yes, you do have Scherzer, Bueller up top, and then they're just pulling names out of hats after that. Mm-hmm. Like, as, as to, you know, I mean, I guess Urias is fine, but I mean, like, he has not really lived up to. To, to everything, and then again after that, I mean, you're just you're throwing, David Price. They're like forcing him back into the rotation. They're trying to get these other guys <laughs> to go. You know, it's just like I I think the Giants at plus money. I mean, you're still getting plus money. Still getting plus money. You're still, still getting plus, getting plus money. money. And they're four up. Yeah, just the only, again the the monkey wrench being still more than a quarter of a season yeah. remaining. Like we still forget how oh. long baseball is. I started to put together like la- end of last week. I was like, let me start to put together some graphics on remaining games. And I'm like, never mind. Within two, when, within twenty seconds, I'm like, there's way more than I thought. You didn't want to count that much. Yeah, I know. you were I, like, yeah, I'm not typing this. That's stuff. how I spent my weekend. I did a whole thing on our numbers game this morning. That's how exciting my life is. <laughs> Deep dive into remaining strength of schedule and the Dodgers extra inning. Jose, welcome to my glorious life. Uh, we'll come back. Why don't we shift to the NFL? Danielle, you got some NFL stuff for us? Always. Always. And forever. Always have it on deck. Uh, most touchdowns, most interceptions thrown. We'll get into that next on VEASAN's Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app and use promo code VSIN, that's V-S-I-N, to get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters, DraftKings. You can bet on it. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Gil. All right, uh, Tommy Paul, the tennis pick uh, that has gone on here tonight, uh, comes back, wins the second set after losing the first First set tie break, 7-5 to Valik Pospisil. Vasek or Valik Pospisil of uh, Canada. So uh, they go to a third set now to determine that one. I'm on Tommy Paul. And uh, Ilo Jimenez is back at the plate in Minnesota with runners at first and third. And so one of the things, uh, I, I multitask during the show. Uh, not only am I doing the show, I'm also betting, as we said, on the tennis match. But I also say things like, oh, look, uh, Ilo Jimenez just hit one off the facade in center field. Good, go, good Lord, how long was that home run? And Kelly comes back, and we love Kelly Bidlin, and he's, he's usually right about you know 98% of the things. And he says, I'm only seeing 400 feet. And I'm like, wait a minute, hit off the facade in center. So this has been sticking in my craw. 454, Kelly. 454. Hey, man, I can't do anything. I, I referenced where I got it from. It still says 404 there. They're wrong. <laughs> 454 feet straightaway center. Uh, by the way, he just hit a second home run, this time a three-run shot. I didn't see where that one went, but we'll get a measurement on this also, one. He is good at baseball. Also, they were um, they were real good before he before he was before he was playing for them. Where did and, this and one? He's end? hitting like this. Oh my goodness! How far did this one go? Wow. Uh, he is destroying baseballs, and it's seven to nothing. The White Sox up a touchdown on the Minnesota Twins in that one. So. Uh, 454. This one was only 359. This one that just got over. But 454 on the first one. Okay. Uh, Danielle. Yes. It's never not football season here. What you got? Yeah, I didn't feel like we had any time off, actually. So I have some odds here for some props. So odds to throw the most touchdowns in the regular season. So Patrick Mahomes is the favorite here at plus 330. Tom Brady behind him at 5-1. to one. Josh Allen plus 750. Aaron Rodgers 8-1. to one. Russell Wilson on the board at 9-1. to one. Dak Prescott up there at 12-1. to one. Matt Ryan 16-1. to one. Matt Stafford and Justin Herbert both in LA. Both 18-1. to one. Baker Mayfield also 18-1. to one. Kirk Cousins, Joe Burrow and Ryan Tannehill all sitting at 20-1. to one. And Derek Carr on there at 35 to 1. Anything interesting on the board to you? Oh, there's interesting ones. I think. Dak Prescott 12 to 1 is pretty interesting with all of his weapons on offense. Uh, it does have Ezekiel Elliott, though, in the backfield, but 12 to 1 seems pretty interesting on that. Uh, Joe Burrow, future Hall of Famer, Matt. Uh, Joe Burrow at 20 to 1 is interesting. What do you like there? Uh, so, appropriately priced on Mahomes because, again, they 
they throw they throw a lot, and then they throw a lot inside the red zone as well. So mm-hmm. they don't run a ton inside of the red zone, and so they they utilize Kelsey a good bit. They utilize that little shovel pass to him, and you know that little underneath thing that they do um, <laughs> yes. with him. And so you know, appropriately priced on Mahomes, and he should be you know thirty eight touchdowns for him last season. Yeah, like yeah. he should be up there as far as uh, as far as passing touchdowns go. But I mean, look, if we're we're being honest, I mean, like like I said. If we knew Dak, although he's got this shoulder stuff going on right now, and apparently they had him. Did you see this where they took him to see the Rangers? Mm-mm. Yeah. So they had the Rangers look at his shoulder. As in the Texas Rangers? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like They got a shoulder they guy? They deal with, like, I mean, you know, yeah. they deal with Pitchers. growers. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a lot. I mean, that's what you do in baseball. You Why throw, haven't we done you know? this sooner? Yeah, yeah. They, this is a great idea. Yeah, and so they took him to go see them with, with whatever's been ailing him with his – with his shoulder, I think a sleeper. I honestly think a sleeper way down there could be could be Burrow. I think Burrow. So I took a piece of Burrow at, at for most yards. I didn't do it for most touchdown passes, but for most yards, because again, it's a team with an incredible amount of weapons that's going to likely be down in a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And again, we just have to assume health. We we can't predict injuries or anything like that. And so I. Uh, I just like. I think. I mean, maybe those go hand in hand. I don't know. Maybe he can get into the. You know, maybe he can get in the end zone a lot more than he did in the past. I mean, there's there's Tannehill as well. I mean, listen. I know that we're sitting here trying to say that that they're not going to change their stripes because they've got Derrick Henry. But I mean, it seems crazy that you would go get Julio Jones and not throw the ball more. Are we are we bearing the headline here? In other words, Aaron Rodgers is sitting up there at eight to one. He was 48. Last year, he threw yeah. 48 touchdowns against five picks, by the way. Well, I was going to ask you guys, <laughs> are we expecting incredible. to see regression or something here? Because he won by eight touchdowns. The next closest person was 40. Yes, Brady and Wilson each had 40. That's a massive gap uh, in a season-long category like that. And perhaps his last dance season, is that a motivator? Yeah, I guess I, I, I'm just wondering if we buried the headline. We should have talked about Aaron <laughs> Rodgers first. Like, why would we go away from him? Eight yeah. to one is pretty generous. It, it it is. I think when we they bring back they bring back Jones. They've got Dylan. I, I I don't know, man. It seems to me like he just. But he does make he makes everyone better. That's one of those things you look <laughs> and it's like he's only got one guy that's any good, and yet somehow he has like forty eight passing touchdowns. Yeah. So of those he's got one top, good receiver. Of those top five guys, if I had to take a bet on the top five from Holmes to. Russell Wilson, it would definitely be Aaron Rodgers. Got to. I, I would think so. I Matthew Stafford, eighteen to one, doesn't interest you at all, Matt? It's it's, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. It's more interesting now. It's one of the things we'll talk about a little bit later in the in the show. Whenever we look at the Rams, it's certainly more interesting now than it was a couple of weeks ago. That's for sure. How much of those with the Rams, though? Like we talked about Jared Goff a little earlier. How much of it was Jared Goff? How much of it was those were, were those receivers? Because they did not throw the ball downfield at all last year. Like, it was just yeah. such a sparse thing. I so, mean, McVay's always had those deep crossing routes. But you're right. Like, nothing nothing like those, like, straight bombs. He's not throwing a lot not, of those. Not, not that you have to throw deep to get touchdown passes. So, I mean, it's it's not necessarily a direct line from one to the other. But that de- definitely does uh, affect it a bit. I, th- I, I just have to imagine with McVay, who I still think is is a, a pretty genius offensive mind, I think that you're he's now going to be able to – some of the playbook that maybe wasn't usable for Jared Goff is now going to become very usable for Matthew Stafford. And 
I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm with Matt on this one. We're going to talk about them again in a bit. I don't want to get too much into this, but I, I think Stafford's going to be huge here. Look at some of the projection systems as we as we go through this right now, and. Mahomes, Brady, and Rodgers, depending on which system it is and where they're all within like two or three passes of each other, like touchdown, mm. project, projected touchdowns of each other. So with that, Gil, going back to what you said, I mean, if they're within two or three, obviously mm-hmm. depend, that could sway big time. And one's eight to one and yeah. one's three, three and whatever, 330. I mean, you you just bet the eight to one because again, if they're all within sure. one or two or three of each other, wow. then then that's the way to go. For and he sure. was eight clear, as Danielle said, eight clear of everybody else last year. Not just even close. Amazing. I mean, there was a little bit of an out. Like, how many touchdowns did Robert Tunyon score last year? He scored like fifty-seven <laughs> touchdowns or whatever. It was like he would have three catches and four touchdowns somehow in a game. I forgot like, about it was the most game. ridiculous thing ever. Like, I remember you know, when we had him in prime time and we would we would do their games. I'd be like, "Who is that that he just threw the touchdown pass to?" It's yeah. Robert Tunyon. Yeah, like, it was like he would have two catches and four touchdowns somehow every yeah. game. I don't even know how it was possible. Like, it was all he did. He all he did was catch touchdowns. Before we move on to interceptions, why is it not Josh Allen for you guys? Because he's also up there in that top five. He runs a lot in the but red zone. But he had 37. He did. He did. He runs a lot in the red zone. I was surprised to see that. I don't think that that's going to change at all. Um, so just with that, like His a legs. guy like Brady is never taking off. Like ever. <laughs> so like you never, you never have to worry about that. Rodgers very, very <laughs> rarely man does Brady. it. Like taking off. Like, <laughs> like, like Rodgers yes. only does it under like real, real, real necessity, right? Like, yeah. The, and so you don't ever have to worry about that and like getting robbed of one. Like right. you're, you're, you know what you get in those guys. And, and ever since the injury, Patrick Mahomes has been much more hesitant to run. Than, than he has in the past. And so, like, those all, all those guys, like, they're not, they're not stealing anything from you with their legs. Speaking of stealing things, let's talk interceptions. Odds to throw the most interceptions here. Sam Darnold and Ryan Fitzpatrick, both sitting at plus 750, both with the new teams here. Jared Goff, 8-1, to one, also with the new team. Zach Wilson, 9-1. to one. Trevor Lawrence and Jalen Hurts, both 11-1. to one. Ben Roethlisberger, 12-1. to one. Daniel Jones on here at 14-1. to one. Justin Fields, 6 16 to 1, Jordan Love 16 to 1, Kyler Murray, Kirk Cousins, Justin Herbert all at 22 to 1 and Jameis Winston 25 to 1. Last season it was Drew Lock and Carson Wentz they tied for 15 interceptions and in 2019 who could forget Jameis Winston 30 interceptions, 30 touchdowns. Who bon- do you think is going to get the honor this year? Bonds, Canseco, Jameis Winston. I love so <laughs> 30, 30. <laughs> so we look at this, I mean like we know we can start to eliminate a few of these things. So Jordan Love is not he won't get the playing time. Yeah. That's I don't even know why he's on there. Jameis Winston, as we mentioned, like he would never get a chance to because if he started having that bad of a season, they would make a quarterback's change. Like they would go, Peyton's they would go to Taysom, they, they would yeah. go to Taysom Hill. So like those guys wiped off for sure. I don't think Justin, Justin Fields, Fields starts enough yeah. games. Yeah, like I don't, I don't. I mean, he's going to miss three or four, three or four games. We we just assume. Uh, to begin the season. So I don't know if he'll have enough games to get there. So you kind of like start to look at these other guys. They're paying golf too much money to bench him. And it's going to be gonna an atrocious <laughs> team. Like he has no weapons. It's going to be a bad team. They're going to be trailing. He's going to have to throw a ton because they are going to be, their defense is so bad that they're going to be 
trailing in every single game. And he threw 13, a two behind the leaders last year in a short passing offense. Yes, and a, and, a, and, a, and a team that wasn't always losing either. Right. Like a team that's not, that wasn't trailing all that often. So, yes, I, I, I think the golf, because you have to leave these guys that aren't going to get benched. Like they can't pay $20 million to this guy and like that they traded for and then just give up on him. And what about Trevor? By that same theory, Trevor Lawrence, who's 11 to 1, rookie. But you would think that they would bend over backwards not to bench him. Mm-hmm. You would think, but do they then at that point start to protect him? Is what I wonder. Mm-hmm. Like, if See, I, think, I think with getting... Zach, with Zach Wilson, yes, but with Trevor Lawrence, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but at least in Jacksonville, at least you got Gardner Minshew there still, right? Like, I like Zach Wilson, I'd be like, you're playing this whole year. I don't care. What <laughs> Jared Goff is is tough to argue against. Yeah, it's just there's a, it checks all the boxes anyway. Yeah, like I like Darnold like, too though. Highly unlikely to get benched. Bad team, trailing a lot, gonna have to throw a ton. Not great receiver. Like just all all, all the boxes. I'd bet both the eight to ones. I'd bet Rodgers on the touchdowns. I'd bet uh, Jared Goff on the uh, on the picks. I think I like it. Not bad numbers either. Uh, we'll come back. Speaking of the Rams, man, did I jump the gun on the Rams tonight? 32 teams, 32 shows continues with the LA Rams next. Beeson's primetime action. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 